0: You are listening to Legion of Substitute Podcasters, episode 751, Legionnaires 20, mano a mano. Welcome to episode seven hundred fifty-one of Legion of Substitute Podcasters. I am Paul French, and today I am cowbell kid. And, um, and why am I? Why am I a cowbell kid? Well, that is because I have a I have a kid here with a fever, and uh, and as we know, when you have a fever, the only <laughs> cure is more cowbell. And um, um, so far, cowbell hasn't worked. I told her that a, a good tickle to the ribs would work. Uh,
1: <laughs>
0: she doesn't believe me. Um, I said that the uh, the science is sound, uh, but uh, didn't quite work, and so uh, we went with medicine instead. And uh, so it seems to be heading in the in the right direction as of uh, as of this recording. So uh, fingers are crossed. And because uh, there's there is some upset over over fun things that are being done at school this week,
2: and um, it's like it's like me missing a day at work when we're having free lunch. It
0: was right, exa- That's exactly <laughs> why. <it's, laughs> why has the world universe forsaken me? Yes, um, yes exactly. Um, so, uh, Travis, how about yourself?
2: Hey everybody, this is Travis Silsor and today I am allergy lad, actually. Uh, we did a family Disney trip this past week, and a good time was had by all, but we also went to the Flower and Garden Festival in Epcot, and oh my gosh, I'm overloaded and can't breathe out my nose at all, and sneezing and <laughs> coughing and...
0: Uh, all the know. pollens. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: I'm stick to my normal schedule next time. Uh, if I go to Disney, I go in the fall. Nothing's blooming. It's great.
0: <laughs> Almost all the stuff's dying. Yes. Or I guess I guess there would be still kicking around. I don't
2: know. Yeah, most of it is, but whatever. <laughs> it's, at least it's not blooming and pollen yeah. everywhere, yellow everything. Ugh. Oh yeah. Anyway, that's me. Over to you, Michael.
3: Hi, everybody. Michael Grabois here, and this week I am Wi-Fi guy. Uh, I. Upgraded my uh, Wi-Fi from AT&T <coughs> broadband to T-Mobile 5G. And I get better speeds. Yay! But, yay, yay, but uh, I have some uh, legacy hardware <coughs> that needs to be plugged in via Ethernet. And the only place that I can get a decent signal is upstairs in a different bedroom.
1: Ooh, so, brutal. It's, it's
3: yeah. not
0: always the way.
3: <laughs> so uh, I am on the hunt for an uh, Ethernet to Wi-Fi adapter uh, so I can plug in my legacy hardware. And mm-hmm. then once I get that, uh, hopefully, or I will consider upgrading to a mesh Wi-Fi because i'm getting like 250 megs download speed at the uh at the gateway upstairs but only 50 downstairs
1: yeah it's not very yeah you got you're getting a lot of interference somewhere
3: yeah well it's going through floors and walls uh in order to get to where i am right now and what so the
1: installer said it only got a good signal up there
3: no it's not the installer it's uh If you go into T-Mobile, you walk out with a box, and basically you plug it in, and you just find – it gets the signal from the cell tower.
1: Oh, it's it's one of those cell uh, uh, Wi-Fi devices.
3: Exactly. So you don't need a – Why
1: not um, just get internet?
3: Well, I have internet, but that's what I'm getting rid of so that I can get – so I've got my cell – my internet via – t-mobile instead of at&t no
1: i mean like comcast or or AT, i guess at&t but
3: i dropped comcast a few years ago to to go to at uh, and uh, i'm dropping at&t and going to t-mobile
1: uh, i mean i don't know so, what your needs are but uh
3: satellite
1: so AT- s- satellite streaming is not very good
3: internet no, mobile from the cell tower
1: <laughs> right it's it's not very is right cell towers it, it's still not very good internet for like home use,
3: well, it's better than what I've been getting with AT and T. So, and AT and T is I got broadband coming from uh, from the wall into a uh, into a router, which then sends my Wi-Fi signal throughout the home. And right now, I'm about 15 feet from the router, and I only get about 40 megs of. How uh,
1: how old is the router?
3: Five because- years.
0: That was the problem I had a lo- uh, last year. Was uh, was the, was the router? And by the way, welcome to home uh, um, oh, network connectivity cast.
1: cast. Um, I upgraded <laughs> my router recently, and I saw a huge bump. It's just the technology has changed in the last few years.
3: Well, it's also it's also twenty bucks a month cheaper. Now yeah,
1: there's that. Yeah.
3: Oh, yeah. That's
0: that's significant. Holy crap! Um, yeah. But you know, also once you get into mesh um that like that is going to be a new router basically and that's, that's going to okay. make all the difference oh you yeah i i find that has has made a big difference for us for sure um like i and i i remember like my first semester at, back in school um there were so many frustrating, uh, things with it. And part of that was cause, you know, jam was also working, uh, full time just downstairs. And, uh, and so it was a real challenge to, uh, to maintain that, that connectivity, but I got it, I, you know, bought a, a new router that Christmas and it was like for that second semester, it was much, much improved. And, uh, so yeah, hopefully, hopefully that, uh, that will, uh, prove the same for you when you when you get all meshy with it that's a, yeah. that's that's the term that's how the kids say it
3: yeah that was a uh, a rap song wasn't getting meshy with it i think it
0: was yes exactly exactly so um
3: uh, on that note uh over to you jim
1: <laughs> hey everyone i'm jim purcell and uh this evening just before we got on the air i became nine by nine grid lad um, somebody on Twitter poised the question, uh, you're only allowed 10 issues of Legion of Superheroes. What issues would you select? Ooh. So, of course, being based on issues, uh, I couldn't pick my old standbys of Legion Lost and 3-Boot, uh, the first 13 issues of 3-Boot. I actually had to go through and pick out specific issues of Legion of Superheroes that I think are my favorite. And I might as well go read them down because there's a, I only, only picked nine of them. because Actually, group, I, maybe mm-hmm. don't. Maybe don't because maybe we do that as a as a show. Oh, that would make
0: a good. Book. I think it'd be kind of a fun topic.
1: Okay.
3: Can I well, can I choose? Can I choose an omnibus as uh no as, as the, one? The very strict <laughs> ru-
1: strict rules. <laughs> Literal only issues or one shots or. Uh, gra- I suppose like Superboy's Legion graphic novel would be two issues. But no, was- no cheating with trade paperbacks or omnibuses.
3: Uh, Super Boys Legion Parts 1 and 2 were reprinted in a single comic book.
1: Yeah, it's a reprint. Doesn't count. Got to go with the original release. Ooh. Strict, strict rules. I had to cut out a lot of things I love because of the strict rules.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Wow. Hmm.
0: So are, are we talking like these are your Desert Island issues? And yeah, I, uh, I, think
1: it's, I think it's more... Yes, but more like, can you narrow it down to f- nine issues or ten issues?
0: What I'm saying is, is it's like, well, if I can't take all of um, uh, Great Darkness uh, right. in my collection, then uh, then why take any of it kind of thing?
1: Yeah.
3: yeah. That, Great Darkness
1: it, is going to take up six of your slots.
3: Yeah. Because that, that last issue has got one of the best fuck yeah moments in Legion history. It,
1: it does. If you yeah, if just way. want to pick the last issue of the great darkness, that's a good choice too. All right.
0: Let's, let's, Michael, can you add this as a, as a, a topic for, uh, for further discussion? Yes. Sure. I, I think that would be fun to, uh, to go through our, uh, our, our top issues. And so I don't want Jim for you to, uh, to, to give away yours now because we're going to all steal them.
1: And, um, Okay. Yeah. Well, I, well yeah. it's on Twitter, but so just avoid it. I won't look. I won't look.
0: Um, yeah. No, I think that's a. I think that could be a fun topic.
1: All right, we'll come back. We'll circle yes. back to that at a later date. Oh, great idea. Oof. I will. I will follow up and say. For some reason, I like making nine. Uh, I like making grids of things. Yes. I often do
0: it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Collages. Hmm. Hmm. Very nice.
1: All right. Well, that's me then.
0: All right. What do, what do we have in terms of uh, Legion news?
3: Uh, well, I found out some newsy bits like literally just a couple hours ago. Okay. Uh, if you recall, back in the day, and that day was September of last year, there was a leak of some artwork pertaining to a Scooby-Doo movie, uh, and one of those images that leaked out showed Scooby and Shaggy with the Legion from the uh, second season of the 2006-2008 animated series, which got everybody thinking, is there going to be a secret Scooby-meets-the-Legion movie that's tied into the old animated continuity and so just this weekend like maybe even today sunday as we're recording this uh the movie leaked and everybody thought it had been canceled but it is apparently a completely finished movie called scooby-doo and crypto 2 um there will maybe an official announcement uh coming up early this week where Somebody is going to talk about it. I have no knowledge. This is just what uh, what Twitter says, right? And um, but I did look at the movie, and I can confirm that that image that we saw last September is in this Scooby Doo and Crypto Two movie. So there, I can't say that there won't be a Scooby Meets the Legion, but the image that leaked is from this movie. Okay. And that's all that I'm saying about the Legion's involvement.
0: Okay. I, um, and this is a bit of personal Legion uh, uh, Legion news. I finally got my hands on the, uh, complete, uh, series Blu-ray.
1: Nice. I am
0: very excited. Um, it, it just arrived on Friday. So, um, this is great because uh I I haven't seen all of the second season. So uh so there's going to be stuff that is new Ooh, to me.
1: It's only 20 bucks right now. I should buy this.
0: Yeah, yeah, it was <laughs> it, it was uh unavoidable. Great <laughs> player. What's
3: that? I don't have, doesn't a Blu-ray. have a blu ray. Uh,
1: ah. Yeah. Living that DVD life. Yeah, absolutely.
3: No, I don't even have a DVD player. Oh, well. <laughs> doesn't have an optical reader. I, I know I could go out and buy one, but all the movies that I had, I ripped to digital on my computer when I had my old computer.
1: Right. I have a lot of old devices. If I need to DVD for any reason, And I don't know. I'm am a, a video file, so I need my I need my 4K Blu-rays.
2: Oh, there you go. <laughs> St-
1: streaming bit rates just cannot compare. Yeah, uh,
2: you're right. I'm all about the image quality.
3: There we go. Only Legion news that I got.
0: Um, there was um, a brief bit of, uh, of um, Mark Wade was on uh, Word Balloon, uh, I guess, uh, late last week. And um, someone had asked uh, if, uh, if he and Barry Kitson were likely to... Uh, to, uh, to get their Legion on again. And, uh, one of the things that he said was that, uh, he liked what Bendis had done with the Legion as far as developing the characters, introducing more, um, more diversity into the Legion and, um, and how he saw it, like, you know, if it, 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 basically what he was saying was, um, like you, you, you don't pull that back.
1: Yeah, don't throw the baby out with that bathwater.
0: Exactly, he, he said. You know, whatever, um, however people feel about the stories, that idea in and of itself is 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 a sound one, and uh, and it uh, it would not behoove one to uh, to roll it back.
1: Does make me wonder what the heck's going on with that cover for uh, what is it, Superman, Batman, I think, or World's Finest, rather. But that takes well.
0: I. Takes well, how far how far in are they to that? By the way, me, me,
1: I can actually double check. Yeah.
2: It it takes place in the past. It's still in the past. Everything's in the past.
0: Yeah. Oh, but you know that. I mean, the past I guess of the that, future. The past of the future. Remember,
2: that's DC says DC currently says everything happened. It's all whatever. Yeah.
1: Like I said, it'll be interesting to see how that's actually handled because. I'm really curious because if it if it is a case of if things in if the Legion was different in the past, but the Legion is what it is now, that's well, a really remember. interesting way to take it.
2: Right, right, before or right after Legion of Three Worlds, Batman said he had met three versions of the Legion at that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, maybe it's, it's canon. And still met three. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but that isn't canon anymore. That was pre-rebirth, pre even pre flashpoint nope, they point. said it's
2: all canon now. They said everything. Yeah,
0: is. everything's canon. There is no not cannon.
2: Yep. So everything happened.
0: There is no, no knack.
2: <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, anyway, um, so yeah, it was just, uh, it just sort of a, a footnote to, uh, to what he was talking about there, but they, he, the, but you know, bottom line, it doesn't sound like he's got any plans to, uh, return to the Legion anytime soon. um, whether or not that could change, who knows? But um, I, I gotta say, listening to this interview, I was like, I really need to check out this world's finest book because you've talked about it a lot, Travis, and uh, and uh, it's just like, yeah, how am I how am I missing out on this? Because it sounds fantastic.
2: I plug it as much as I can. It's the best. Absolutely book being published.
0: Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and uh, who's the artist on it? Dan Mora. Right, 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 right. Yeah. Yep. So that's, uh, that's definitely something needs to, uh, I need, I need to add. All right. Um, so we have, um, we have an issue here.
1: Hmm. Yes, we do.
0: And, um, it is mano a mono and, um, Gotta get
1: those hand puns in.
0: That's while, right. While they're that's getting right. Good. <laughs> but I mean that's a, that that's a title I think Darren would have appreciated. Um you going uh, to take me do what, it. Um yeah, maybe you should because uh, God knows what's going on here, so. <laughs>
3: <laughs> All right. So, we have a story, we have an issue. Uh Legionnaire's number 20, cover dated uh, September or December 1994. Um and the cover is by Jeff and Phil Moy, and it shows uh, Apparition and Sant- uh, Sant- Girl, Saturn Girl, uh, Cosmic Boy, and a Leviathan uh, facing off against Mano, who looks like he's getting ready to slam his hand down and, and blow up the world.
1: I've said it before, and I'm likely to say it again. Uh, mono, mano, he has such a great design, just being a freaking void. Uh, yeah. In in a in a in a in a in a suit, in a some sort of like jumpsuit. It's just a really, really good villain design. Yeah, definitely.
3: Uh, although you've gotta wonder that if his glove or his hand is explosive, um, how he keeps his glove on.
1: That's like asking why doesn't, uh, aberration just fall to the center of the planet.
0: Why well, does the light, how does the lightsaber know when to stop?
3: It's when it's turned off.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh, no. And yeah. Yeah.
0: It. It, it, it's a, it's a light and it stops right. Uh, right. a you know, like a, what a couple of feet up and, yeah. uh,
1: I'll tell you, it's the focal length, but really it's the force.
2: It's, it's the it's according to the size of the, what, kyber crystal? Form? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there is an explanation. How nerdy do you want to get?
0: <laughs> Apparently at least that nerdy. <laughs>
2: there you go. All
3: right. Uh, so uh, we open to uh, Mano without his helmet, and he's got lots of Kirby crackle. And uh, the caption says, the sole survivor of a planet. Wiped out by chemical warfare. The mutant Mano seeks revenge where the weapons were built. The lunar research base of Earth's Macaulay Industries. Footnote says, see Legion number 63 for details. And we are on a, a domed factory on the moon overlooking in a crater overlooking the Earth. And uh, Mano says, for defending these war criminals, you puppets will die as my people did. And the title is the Descent of Mano story by Tom Pyer. Which, which uh, makes me think
1: it is it is pronounced Mano because Descent of Man is a pun, I think.
3: Ah. Uh, well I always yeah. used to pronounce Mano. But that's how
0: Mano, I used to as well. But but it is yeah, it is meant to be Spanish for
3: hand.
1: Which, you know, is a whole which, other which thing. I suppose would be Mano or or Wait, how would ever you pronounce?
3: Mono in in Spanish.
1: Mono, I see.
2: I've always said Mano.
0: Yeah, I think we might dark. be overthinking this.
3: Yeah. Dark seed, dark side, whatever.
2: This is never going to be dark seed.
3: <laughs> uh, no, dark Prodi, seed
2: is uh, a whole other thing.
3: Prote <laughs> Garth, you know, whatever. Oh, uh, sorry, <laughs> by Tom Pyre. pencils by Jeffrey Moy, inks. By his brother, Philip Moy. Colors by Tom McCraw. Letters by Pat Brousseau. Assists by Mike and Edits by Casey Carlson. And uh, Mano looks like he's getting ready to blow, blow the, uh, uh, the bubble. And Rock says, no. Uh, but his no does not work. Because crackling with explosive force, Mano's unsheathed hand brushes lightly against the dome housing the moon's atmosphere and shatters it with a k- k- crack uh the vacuum of space hungrily snatches away the heat and atmosphere as Mano rides the rushing currents and all of the uh, legionnaires down there uh the same ones we saw earlier plus Livewire and chameleon and invisible kid uh and excess are falling to the ground uh grabbing their throats and choking on the lack of air, uh, and they fall to the ground as the caption continues, leaving nine young legionaries to die. And Excess is one of the only ones who is still conscious. Cosmic boy, he's down, she thinks. If he's giving up, what hope is there for the rest of us? Uh, but if Excess displays little faith in the leader who inspired her courage, she's about to learn the extent of his straining to hold lungfuls of air that want to escape, probing with tendrils of magnetic pull, groping downward for something, anything that will pull back. And he's got these uh, little magnetic circles coming out of his hand. And uh, uh, Cosmic Boy finds life beneath the moon's surface and uproots it. And there's some giant machinery that pops up to the surface. And XS says, I don't believe it. He did it. He did give up. But now what? He can't hold that corridor for long. We have to move fast. Uh, and she says, which makes it my job to gather everyone at super speed and bring them bring them to... And she passes out. Uh, Chameleon is there. And he turns into a a pro-D blob and covers everybody who is busy, still choking, even though I think they'd be all dead from the vacuum at this point. Uh, But then he, uh, he scurries them along with a schluck and a plutch and a schluck and then into the airlock with a clank and then goes through a hole with a splorch and then spits everybody out with a schluck.
1: sounds like a mill brooks bit it does yes
3: as as rock uh gasps for breath <sighs> splut everyone in one piece and jenny says i think so and he says kid give chameleon our thanks and invisible kid says rawl grow and chameleon replies grebe uh and uh apparition says and will you please ask him never to do that again and so everybody seems to be okay um i guess they don't have transuits yet but uh they did survive uh the exposure to vacuum and someone says hey you kids and someone is in a hazmat suit says you cleared for this area and leviathan says oh we'd love to stay around here honest but we've got a job to do cause and he goes to Jenny and says, I saw you trying to help back there, excess. That was very brave. Says, oh, thank you. And Levidin says, Kaz, hello, what next? And Kaz says, we keep looking for Mano. Are you picking up anything up, picking anything up, Saturn girl? Faintly, no clear thoughts, only rage that way. And you can tell she's using her powers because she's pressing on her forehead. And Triad says, through there? And it looks like a sewage tunnel. And Leviathan bonks his head with a bonk. And says, ow, Grife, I hate this place. And Chameleon says, I hate this place. Apparition says, Chameleon, you said something. Uh, oh, by the way, Greif, I don't know if we've heard them saying Greif before. But that was the... Uh, um, is that a new word for... No. Oh, no,
1: Greif's was, been around all through Five Years uh, Later.
3: Okay, because they did make. up yeah. some... I couldn't remember if if Greif was around back then. Okay, never mind.
1: Yeah, I think the
0: ones we the main ones were like Greif and Bloody Nass.
3: Right. And um.
0: We got, in Five Years Later.
3: Yeah. Okay. Uh, we got some more coming up too, but. All right. uh, uh, so they're going through the tunnel, and Cause says, "Hold up, everyone! We got a call from," and he's going, "Badeep, badeep." And it's from Mr. Rand. Rand says, "Cousin Boy, is everyone all right? Pretty much, sir. Thank heavens. Listen, if you kids want to come home right now, it's all right. No one's going to think any less of you. And Rock says, but sir, what about Mano? And Brand says, this is about Mano. We just got a report that his homeworld, Angtu, has been blasted to fragments. What's more, the chunks show energy traces that match Mano's death touch. Rock says, meaning. Brand continues, meaning Mano is powerful enough to destroy an entire world and survive the blast. And everybody is, uh, as their jaws open, like, holy shit. And Rock says, then it's more important than ever that we stay. Brand says, damn it, boy. And Kaz cuts him off. We'll be careful, sir. Cosmic Boy, out. And so they uh, get out of the tunnel. And uh LiveWire says, cause is right, of course, but how do we stop Mano? We're certainly no match for his power. We don't even know how it works. Saturn Girl says, We'll figure it out, LiveWire. And Lyle says, Wish I had your faith, but there is someone who may be able to help. And Saturn Girl says, Who? Lyle says, The green kid. And Triad sticks her tongue out and says, Ew. So uh here is the first uh, tongue of the issue. There you go uh, <clears throat> um, Have we established a drinking game for that one yet?
0: I, when, I, I think I think I think we should get that in there yeah
3: wait so yeah, this so is I, the, this is the
1: famous Jeff Moy tongue.
3: this I, I, I don't recall seeing it before this could be the first one but but he's always got or not always he frequently draws. A girl Legionnaire sticking their tongues out. I see. Which I guess that's an anime thing.
1: Well, it's a cute
3: thing. Uh, I guess it was still cute back in the (laughs) 90s. Well, there we go. Take a drink. Yes. Rock says, a good idea, Invisible Kid. I'm sure he's anxious to pitch in. And so we go to the uh, Legion headquarters. Uh, As Brainy is saying, next few seconds are crucial. Requiring observation of the most minute details of this process. But if I can overlay new molecular patterns atop the... And is cut off by uh, Invisible Kid ringing him deep. And he takes off his goggles. Oh, Grife. What is it?
1: And there's Brainy's tongue.
3: Well, he's not staking his tongue out like... Like, uh, uh, like Triad was. I see. But again, he's got a blue tongue, which I didn't know... Uh, I didn't realize. So learned something new. Huh? So they, uh, uh, we now see Invisible Kid talking to Brainiac 5 on the Omnicom <coughs> while observing secretly is Leland Macaulay and his uh, flunkies. He says, why are they talking? Don't they have work to do? Monitor that call. I know Brand's up to something. Now who's got my damage report? And one of the flunkies says, the dome is gone, sir. Fortunately, the surface structure's auto-sealing systems worked well. No casualties reported as of. And Macaulay cuts him off. To hell with casualties. That dome cost me millions. Now, where's Mono? Unknown, sir. And Brand's calling. Macaulay? Brand, how are you holding up? What do you think? I'm losing my shirt here, and that maniac's still after me. As if any gang of yours would ever go out of their way to protect me. I swear, if I get out of this, and Brand is now looking at him side-eye, and Macaulay continues, I am never putting myself in your hands again. Elsewhere, in the hollowed-out moon, a worker trudges home. And this is a, uh, looks like a uh, a Korugarian.
0: Yes, I was thinking that, yeah.
3: Same skin color as... Uh, as Sinestro, uh, and the worker thinks, so ends another double shift. Twice the grief, twice the noxious fumes, and still a year to go on my contract. I think leaving Earth was only my second mistake. Being born was my, was my first. Grife, what's with the lock? And the lock looks like it's been blasted. And the worker says, "There's better be a malfunction, because if I catch a burglar, I'm gonna, as we see off to the side, uh, it's Mano with his gloves on now, but he's got a uh, a very long wire that he's got stretched as a garati. And he is using it to strangle the worker, who says, Huck, with three Ks. And <laughs> Mano says, I have no quarrel with you, pawn of Macaulay, but I need this room. And suddenly, uh, Imra says, yeah! Livewire looks over, what's wrong? She says, I'm sensing I'm sensing a murder. And for some reason, the Punisher's skull is on the back wall there. Uh, <laughs> and so uh, Mano is deciding to take a nap in the workers' quarters. And he says, rest easy, dead friend, and I will rest too. When I am recharged, I will avenge us both. So he doesn't have a helmet on, and his head is composed of the same Kirby crackle that his hand has when his glove is off. But his head is on the pillow. And I mean, it's it's
1: implied his entire body is the black void with the Kirby crackle. It's just that his hand is what does the damage. I mean, we've okay. never ever we've never, ever seen him like make contact with other parts of his body, as far as I know, mm-hmm. to cause the same effect as his hand does.
3: well, but the old version didn't have Kirby crackle on his head, it right? Was just, it, was it was just, just a bubble
0: circle, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, because he had, like, it was just
1: that circle on his hand. I mean, how, did, did he always wear the bubble until, uh, like, five years later? Because he definitely wasn't yeah. wearing the bubble during five years later. Yep. I think they just decided, much like Cosmic Boy, the bubble's just not worth the effort. Oh, yeah, bubbles, woof. Why? Why mask your cool character design with the, with a with a big with a big fishbowl? Fishbowl, exactly.
3: I don't know, ask. Tell us. <laughs> so, Kaz uh, looks over at Saturn Girl and says, "You okay?" And she says, "Shh." I'm picking up Mano's thoughts more clearly now that he's calmer. He's in a dark room, waiting for what? I don't know. And meanwhile, Brainy is uh, still on the the calm. <laughs> And he says, oh, please, it's not that difficult for you to figure out, is it? And Kaz says, no need to get personal Brainiac 5. (sighs) All right, I'll explain, but pay attention, please. (laughs) Nano destroyed his dead homeworld, an entire planet, just by touching it. He then flew to the moon solely to kill Macaulay, whose weapons business he blames for the extinction of his people. And Livewire says, yeah, so? And Brainy continues, so couldn't he have accomplished that by destroying the moon instead of merely the dome? And Leviathan says, you know, I was puzzling over that myself. And (laughs) Triad says to him, you liar. (laughs) I love that. (laughs) And so why didn't he? And Brainy continues, the only possible answer is he couldn't. His energy needs to recharge once he expends it. And Rock says, so he's waiting for a charge big enough to destroy the moon. How long will that take? Let's see. Previous expenditures, time elapsed. 23 minutes, 42 seconds. And uh, everybody opens their jaws like like they're hearing the music going dun, dun, dun.
1: That's what we call a ticking clock.
3: And so now everybody is... Uh, uh, is rushing, trying to figure out what to do. And Kaz says, Saturn Girl, have you located him yet? Please say yes. I, I, I'm seeing a bed, a view screen, drawers. And Invisible Kid says, the living quarter is that away. way And uh, behind them, there's some tanks that say NG plus 40 toxic. So whatever it is, uh, don't inhale it. And so Rock says, "Let's go, Legionnaires!" And they form out in a uh, flying V pattern, like you see birds flying. And uh, everybody's, uh, (laughs) "Yay! Let's go get them!" And apparition turns to chameleon and says, "Chameleon, let's say, let's go, Legionnaires." And chameleon says, "I hate this place." (laughs) And he said, "Humph." And he continues, "I hate this place." Uh, leviathan says keep your mind on the job you two and so they make it out to the uh, living quarters area uh, and center girl anything In there, somewhere apparition we need you to we need you to search these premises as fast as you can right and Xs says cause i'm faster and he says but can you phase through solid walls brainy x5 how much time and brainy says can't you even read a clock an apparition is uh, phasing through the quarters, is running through. This dormitory is huge. Maybe I should have pulled cause. I can't pull this off in time. Only thing to do now is plunge in. And she uh, walks in on a, uh, a man who is apparently naked, who is looking at uh, what could possibly be the futuristic version of Pornhub on his uh, Omnicom as he, <laughs> as he grabs the and pulls it up over himself. And uh, she says, uh, sorry, wrong room. And she goes through and she thinks, Grife, I'm with Cam. I hate this place. (laughs) Uh, And Kaz saying, this is taking too long. I don't think we can wait for apparition any longer. And Leviathan says, "Uh, Kaz, I can search this place in no time. And he says, you? How? Oh, of course. I'll give you a hand. So Leviathan grows up. It looks like he's getting ready to peel the roof off, and he says, "Ready." And Kaz says, "On your signal, now." As with a scratch, they peel the, the room off, the roof off, <laughs> and there is Mano lying in bed with a dead body on the floor. And it said, like, "Got him." And he's like, "No." And <laughs> Levidin says, "You're under arrest. Just come quietly in." And he grabs a pistol and and shoots the floor and melts it. He says, this cannot be. I'm not ready. And he jumps through uh, the tunnel he just made. Hey. And Mano says, justice must be done first. And Leviathan says, "Uh, guys, he's getting away. And over the, uh, the Omnicom, Brainy says, I've heard that. You failed. Your only recourse is to vacate the moon if you still can. And so, going through the tunnel, it's uh, Mano burning his 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 way through, so I can feel it, the power coursing through me. It's nearly time as he's uh, blasting a hole in front of him with a vi. and then he uh, he gets to a place and he shoots again with a zoff. and he he monologues, within moments, this place of evil will be dust, and no more worlds will die to fill a madman's treasure. And with a scrunch, uh, the, uh the wall explodes and a female worker uh, goes flying and Mano comes in. Ha! Scatter all you hang dogs and lick spittles. You're going to die today at the feet of your master. And he mm-hmm. finds Macaulay. And he says, oh, this is an unexpected delight. Before I blast the abomination out of the heavens, I get to hear you plead. And he's reaching towards Mano, and Mano says, Tell me, Macaulay, why would anyone want to grow fat off the end of a world? And Macaulay says, I hate this place. (laughs) And, uh And with a splitch and a flitch, he turns into chameleon. Or turns back into chameleon. No! Why do you insist on protecting that demon? Says Mano. Don't you see? It doesn't matter. Not anymore. In seconds, you'll all be. And then his uh, his arm gets wrenched back with a yarg, and then apparently uh, there is a snap, and Invisible Kid pops up, and he has just uh, uh, grabbed Mano, and he says. Slid Nungo, Reap. And Mano says, ah, my arm, you'll pay for. And uh, Reap says, heh, split, split Nungo. And he punches Mano and knocks him out. And Livewire rushes in with Kaz and says, kid, you did it. Everything under control? And Lau says, not exactly. Help me find his glove, will you? Because he's holding on to, the, to Mano's wrist. And it's still glowing blue with lots of Kirby crackle. And uh, so they take him into the infirmary. And he's all hooked up to some machinery. And Macaulay's there and says, I've got you now, you criminal. You better pray I turn you over to the science police. And Rock uh, walks away and says, excuse me. Uh, And Livewire says, you'd better pray if you don't. Or You'd better pray if you don't. And Macaulay says, you know, maybe you kids have some potential after all. Why don't you come work for me? Leviathan says, why would we ever want to do that? He says, I can mold you into something you'll be proud of. And whatever brand is paying you, I'll double it. Mm -hmm. And Everybody starts looking around like uh, maybe they're considering it. And Macaulay says, hey, what's the matter with you kids? Don't you like money? As they start to walk off, come back here. What a jerk, says Leviathan. And Sandgirl says, can we go yet? Rock says, we have no choice. It seems the president has requested an urgent audience with Livewire. Huh, me? And meanwhile, over at UP headquarters, uh, so he's gotten back to Earth, and he's in there with uh, President Chu. And she says, Livewire, sit down. We've got a little bit of a problem that concerns you. And he thinks she knows. She knows I ran away from home, and she's sending me back. Uh, As Casey helpfully reminds us, that was back in uh, Legion number zero. And Chu says, as you know, Livewire, we've asked each UP member to select one representative of the young people to join their Legion. Your planet has responded to our invitation. And he says, they sent us a new Legionnaire? But that's impossible. There's no one else with superpowers on Wineth. And she says, oh? I'm pretty sure you know this person. Step in, please, as she presses a buzzer on her desk. And it's Ayla, uh, who is wielding her lightning powers and has a female version of Livewire's costume. And she says, then you do know your sister. Good, I was worried. Now, I hope there won't be any hard feelings between you and your replacement continued in legion of superheroes number 64 on sale in two weeks that was a short issue
1: well they're modern issues there's less there's less essays and narration boxes spark Spark is here
0: okay so and have we been given we haven't yet i mean we know that's her name because that's what it was uh
3: no it wasn't she was gossamer
1: before she was gossamer as a in, in uh The SW6, yep.
3: But as um, uh, at the end of the five years later, she was Pulse.
1: Was
0: she? That's right. Right. When they did their, um, you know, their animal dragon names.
1: Right. Oh, right. Yes, of course. But that was the adult one, so she doesn't count.
0: Well, it's true. I mean, none of the others have carried through those names, have they?
1: No, not that I'm aware of.
3: Not yet.
0: Yeah, give him time.
3: So we will uh, have to see what uh, Ayla is doing as Livewire's replacement and why he's getting replaced and what <coughs> happens next. Well, wow. yeah,
0: so this, um, I mean, it it does kind of move it into a more bureaucratic um Sometimes out of their hands, entity, uh, which is interesting.
2: Well, and back in the day, you couldn't duplicate superpowers, and now you got bureaucratic approval, about one from each planet.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Livewire. I mean, yeah. Livewire is kind of just kind of ad hoc here because he was a founder, but he's not actually Winth's representative officially.
3: I don't see, right. I don't the, like he shouldn't be. I mean, he's well he's not he
1: wasn't officially it. chosen that's why he shouldn't be because you're supposed the, the, the planet is supposed to pick the person and he just kind of showed up and said I'm here now
3: well I guess we'll have to wait two uh, two weeks to find out when the next issue comes out or maybe even sooner if we get to it next week well there
0: we have it
2: Ta-da-da. There
0: we have it. Yeah, it it still throws me the uh, the the <laughs> the um, continued numbering. It, it, it did I, I and I, I and I know I, I know why they chose it, but but it it, it always struck me. It even struck me w- weird at the time. It's like with all the other things that had started with uh, with uh, new number ones, uh, it surprised me that they didn't just do that. But you know,
2: well, I think it's just it because of zero hour. For the most part, they continued on, but this one was an actual reboot as opposed to the others were just like Flashback well, Forge Tales.
0: Yeah, exactly. So, the, yeah, but, but, I, but I the, num- the issue number one fever wasn't as prevalent then, I guess.
3: But with this one specifically, they said they did not reboot it with a number one because they wanted to let us, us the readers, know – that the old version of the Legion may be gone, but it's not forgotten. Yeah. So it, it, it didn't get totally wiped out and completely removed from continuity. Uh, it's still there spiritually. That was the rationale they used.
0: Yeah. It, yes. I, I, I recognize that that's the rationale they used it. Um, yeah. I think it's still, um, it didn't le- it didn't lessen the confusion <laughs> you know i mean the idea of a, of a of a, a, a especially since it was a series that had r- just renumbered only uh a couple of, only a few years before
1: right this is um, what
0: 95
1: now yeah right. so and, and it only renumbered back in 89 yeah so, so i think you me raise a valid really really um important and valid point a while back, Paul, I think you mentioned that, uh, or somebody did that at this time, comic subscriptions were still a thing and continuity of titles was yep. kind of, that's important. true. Yeah, that's true.
0: That makes, yeah, that at least otherwise you'd have to give the, them
1: the option to replace it with something else. Right,
0: right, right. Yeah, no, that's a, that's a very good point And, uh, probably a more, um, I, I, yeah, I mean, you know, because they were still, were they still doing, I, like, w- wasn't wasn't uh, five years later, wasn't that a direct-only title, or were they still no. doing? Okay. No, that
3: was, that was, that was um, well, what newsstand was left.
0: Yeah, was, right. I'll say huh. I got it off newsstand. Yeah, okay, well, there you go, there you go, that's
3: but it was lessening in, uh, uh, in terms of importance to the industry and more and more copies were going to direct sales, or at least fewer copies were going to newsstands.
0: Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, I guess that does make sense if they were, if they were still offering it, by by, via, um, a post office, uh, Subscription, then, then it, it behooves them to keep it going, and rather than risk uh, risk losing, especially since it was a title that had, uh, um, you know, suffered suffered quite a bit of attrition.
3: But they had not been doing the um, uh, the statements of ownership, the sales figures in the comics for quite a while at that. By this point,
1: right. But they were still offering them. Ah, no, it's Were just they? a theory. my my other thought was that, um, I don't believe any other zero hour titles relaunched um other than rebels, but that was kind of a particular case. <clears throat> Everything else can yeah. eventually continued as of the next issue um, or was it was a new or, or was a brand new series entirely right right, yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, uh, now now you know, like you say, I, I mean, <sighs> I think um, Justice League and uh, like both Justice League titles ended up getting uh, new lineups. Um,
1: oh yeah, they re- they they all refreshed themselves. Yeah, but they didn't relaunch their numbering.
0: Right. Yeah. No, you're right. You're right. They didn't. So yeah. Yeah. I, well, I just but, but I just mean like in in the idea of using this as a hey <clears throat> new readers come yeah. on over here check this out. Right. Um, it being issue, you know, it it being sort of issues in the '60s, I, I, I still don't, you know, it doesn't necessarily help their cause because because.
1: I will I also say this: I, as someone as someone who wasn't he who wasn't reading this title at the time, there was a period where I was actually very confused that the 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 Legionnaires' uh, issues before zero hour starred the young team before zero hour because i knew the reboot was about you know the reboot yeah so i was confused before i understood what the sw6 batch was it it wasn't very it's not made very clear Mm -hmm. uh, Mm -hmm. those aren't in this continuity right know what you know what you're looking at yeah, I can, I can,
0: I can even remember having some confusion, you know, as I looked back at it, you know, it's like, wait, which one was dragon mage in? Right. <laughs> so, yeah, I know, I know exactly what you're saying there and it's, and, and so, yeah, I, I just think it, it, it doesn't necessarily, um, um, help them, you, you know, and, and hopefully that, 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 uh, you know, just the the idea of uh, of the of the of the numbering. I, I know that there was a lot of thought, and it's exactly like you say, Michael, which also goes along with the whole um, earlier determinations that you know. You know, for example, like when they started Barrett, the Barry Allen F- Flash, he didn't have an issue one. He start he picked up with issue number, you know, one oh five, uh, because uh, the Jay Garrick uh, Flash comics had ended with issue one oh four, and so they they chose that because there was a feeling that um, um, the the public would trust something. That had a higher title, a higher issue count, right? Because because uh, it it felt like, well, this has been around for a while, so it's a solid thing. I don't have to worry about this just disappearing, and um, and and which is just such a contrast to the current like, uh, oh my god, we're uh, we're starting a new story arc, maybe a new issue one, <laughs> and uh, and variant covers, lots of variant covers. It's just funny the uh the sort of the ebbs and flows of uh of comic book marketing
3: yeah so i went back and checked my notes the last time uh the book had statement of ownership was with the 1986 issues
0: that's something that you have you have tracked oh yeah it's fascinating fascinating i love it would, um,
3: would, you, would, you, believe, would you believe that i have it in a spreadsheet
0: i would i would find that very easy to believe <laughs> you know because you have a history of doing such things and I guess uh,
3: that's correct <laughs> I, spent, I spent time going through various books and yeah. writing uh, sales figures
0: and so so looking at the history of of sales which exactly. uh, Which brings me to the question, Michael, and I I think you might know where I'm going with this. Um, Is there anything that happened in Legion history?
1: Real quick, uh, were there any any poll results for last week's? Oh, yeah.
3: Just getting to that.
1: Excellent.
3: Uh, So last week we had um, the class of, oops, I forgot to include them the first time. And that was uh, 104 characters who were either uh, teammates of mon L when he was in the uh, the Justice League, or Starman when he was with the, uh, the Justice Society, mm-hmm. or members of the JLA, JSA, Titans, uh, and or Young Justice who were members when those teams met the Legion. So, out of the 104 people that I tallied there, uh, the top three were anti-lad, came in first, and then Mary Marvel and Kid Flash slash Fat Flash slash Wally West were tied for second. Which is good because I was only looking for the top three finishers, and there were no ties between three and four. So... Uh, Mary Marvel, I think, was a member of the Titans at one point when they met some Legionnaires. And obviously Wally met them either as Kid Flash or Flash with the Justice League. So this uh, one we're going to do now is the final round because I've got something coming up for next week. Uh, This is the wild card round. Uh, I ended up with... Uh, 64 characters chosen by you, the readers, and listeners. And now I'm going to take the top four characters. And this group is made up of characters who didn't win their bracket, but scored high enough to still be considered. And I'm going to take the top four. And this group consists of Ambush Bug from 1983, The Blight from 99, Colossal Boy from 1960, Comet Queen, Wildcard from 83, Cosmic Boy from 58, Dream Girl from 63, Pharaoh Lad from 66, Laurel Gand from 90, Glorith from 65, Infectious Last 73, Insect Queen from 65, Invisible Kid from 1960, Karate Kid from 66, I know who Travis is voting for, Uh, Laurel Kent from 76, Lamprey from 1980, The Legion Flight Ring from 64, Lightning Lad from 1958, uh, Magnetic Kid from 65, Matter Eater Lad from 62, Strata from 88, Supergirl from 1960, and Telus is the wild card from 1985. So um, what I'm going to be doing is with the top four vote getters this week, that will give us a total of 68 people that have been uh, chosen in various um, round robin selections. And what do you guys know that happens in March every year with- It
0: is time for March Madness. It is indeed.
3: It is time for March Madness. So for the last 14 months, I have been doing the um, uh, the conference championship rounds and each winner gets an automatic bid into the March Madness bracket. Nice. And so this will be the last four slots. And starting next week, I will present the bracket and if all goes well, uh, I will have Twitter polls set up so that you can vote on the same day that the um, basketball games are held. So you get a <laughs> Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday time for voting. And then in uh, in three weeks or so, uh, we will have a Final Four. On a um, Final Four is on will be on April first. And then the Legion 65th Anniversary Tournament Championship game will be the night of April 3rd. So that's what I've been working on for this last 14 months, and I hope it works out.
0: Absolutely. Love it. Love it.
3: And now that I have covered all of Legion history, I can go back and look what happened this week in Legion history. And so we start, uh, we don't have a lot going on this week, but 35 years ago in 1988, we had the History of the DC Universe hardcover, which reprinted the two issue mini series and also includes all of the uh, plates from the History of the DC Universe portfolio, which is where the uh, Steve Lytle uh, page came from. Yeah. And if you want to go back and listen to the subs talk about the history of the DC universe, that was episodes 316 and 319. Uh, that same day in 1988, we had issue one of the Wanderers. The Wanderers have died. Now their clones have to figure out whether to trust the being who cloned them. And this was a 13-issue uh, series that came out uh, right at the tail end of the uh, or coincided with the last of the um the volume three baxter run and i don't know if or when we'll ever get to it it may be best just to hit like four issues in one episode so that we don't have to be suggest subjected to 13 weeks of 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 the wanderers oh but, yeah yeah
2: I don't yeah. know, I think the I think the Dinosaur Six issue does get the whole episode. <laughs> That'll
3: be issue twelve. There you go. All right, so twenty five years ago, nineteen ninety-eight, Legionnaires number sixty. It's membership madness as two new members join the team and two members leave. Plus the battle for Xanthu comes to a head as the Kuns mean to destroy everything in sight. And this'll be like spring of twenty twenty six. Fifteen years ago in 2008, countdown number eight, uh, Solomon the Monitor tells Darkseid that he still has one piece left on the board, Karate Kid, hosting the Mordekakis virus, which will kill all of the superhumans. The Atom says maybe he can isolate Karate Kid's cellular structure and create a cure for the virus and tells Firestorm that if he can't find a cure, they might have to kill Karate Kid. Red Robin is perfectly fine with that to save the universe. But Donna Troy, on the other hand, is not and wants to try and continue to find a cure. Adam says Karate Kid can't go back to Earth because he might infect the entire planet and they should just leave him on Apocalypse to die. Firestorm argues they are heroes and should continue to find a cure. Suddenly, Solomon transports everyone back to Earth. Adam panics. They've now brought the great disaster with them. And it says they must decide right here and now if Karate Kid lives or dies. There.
2: Did you just make up that comic? I don't recall that at all.
3: <laughs> uh, that's because we haven't
1: covered. I'm going to guess wow. he went with the ladder.
2: Uh, but but how and when? <laughs> I, I don't think this series existed. You can. That's why we haven't covered it because you know
3: maybe maybe <laughs> it's not maybe it's not the Mordecai virus. Maybe it's just Prote.
0: Oh, the Morty yeah. Uh,
3: so uh, a few days <laughs> More later. unfortunate
0: name. Had, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> that,
3: that is. That comes from Kirby. Though.
0: It does, but yeah, it was. It's still not great.
3: <laughs> uh, so a couple days later on the weekend, we had season two, episode nine of the Legion animated series called "In the Beginning," while on a miscue, <laughs> while on a mission to rescue the Legion's benefactor. <laughs> RJ Brand, our heroes find themselves reminiscing about how the Legion was first created by Brand and its founding members Cosmic Boy, Lightning Lad, and Saturn Girl. I don't remember that one, whether they have uh, the Lightning Beasts of Corball or not, but just to be on the safe side, I think we ought to take a drink. Absolutely. All right, skipping ahead 10 years ago. In 2013, we have Superman, The Reign of Doomsday, trade paperback, which collects Action Comics number 900 to 904. Um, the Legion is not in that Doomsday uh, story arc, but that issue does reprint the short story from Action Comics 900, where Clark hangs out with the Legion when they're all eating pizza in his apartment. Uh Yeah. Uh, and then finally, 950 years from now, on uh, in March 2973, in the five-year later timeline, Glorith becomes Empress of Baldur after the death of Emperor Nendez the Twelfth, whom she married just 17 days earlier. It's wow. uh, it's it's so sad how they got married and then he just suddenly. Keeled over and died like that.
0: <laughs> it's pretty make, Makes me think of like Blackadder when uh, they were having the election and it was how uh, the various opponents uh, met untimely ends by accidentally uh, slitting their throat while cutting themselves <laughs> shaving. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be careful you got to right. be so careful um i uh, have some feedback and uh and uh, i i want to kind of lead this off by uh, thanking everybody who has uh, reached out um in in various places um uh, uh you did, t- noting uh, uh our, our loss of darren and and, uh, and we really appreciate it and uh um yeah i i i don't know what else i can say about that um but I have a few that uh, that made their way into the into the mailbag and uh, and, I, and I feel uh, like sharing those And uh, I want to start off with uh, Carl Sinito, and um, and his is a name I haven't I hadn't heard before and so it was kind of oh it's always nice to uh, to to hear from uh, sh- some new people as well. And so he says hi subs. I just discovered your podcast a couple of months ago. I've been a fan of the Legion since the mid 70s. Ah, uh, they've always been my favorite group, and when I discovered your show, I was like a kid in a candy store. But looking at over 700 episodes, this goes back to that whole numbering thing. Um, impressive as it is, was a bit daunting. I didn't know where to begin. I can't remember if I started with your uh, coverage of the Lightning Saga, issues one to twelve of five years la- of the five years later run, or the Great Darkness Saga. Doesn't matter. Whichever one I started with made me want to go back further and further and listen to the earlier episodes. Why? A lot of it was the genuine connection between Paul and Darren. I really wanted to learn more and hear more about their friendship. I never really had a friend who liked the Legion. And as you know, you got to be a little crazy to like the Legion. It's true. Um, he says, as a gay man myself, their friendship just seems so special. And hearing another gay man like Darren was such a joy. I found the Facebook group a few weeks ago and saw the news about Darren. It was a punch to the gut. I've listened to a bunch of episodes over the last few weeks and was almost at the point of just starting at episode one and powering through because I didn't want to miss any of the fun. I wanted more of Paul and Darren and everyone else. Hearing the news was like losing a friend I'd just met. I just listened to today's show and really appreciate that you recorded that episode. It helped me grieve for a person I didn't know but felt I knew all my life. I also appreciate all the other shows you did because Darren Lives On, and I'm excited to jump back and listen. I'll appreciate and savor the episodes. I'm so sorry for your loss. I didn't even know Darren, and I feel it. He'll be missed by me. He made my life brighter, and I'm just getting to know his work. Everyone grieves in their own way. There's no right or wrong way, and I hope you're all taking care of yourselves through this. Warmly, Carl Sanito. Thank you, Carl. That means a great deal, and and glad to... uh, to have you in the in the fold uh, lis- listening to the shows. Um, yeah. uh, from our friend Howard Madnick, subs, I was saddened and surprised to hear of Darren's passing. He brought so much humor, fire, and righteous justice, capital J justice, like it should be, uh, to the table, and he always had Ultra Boys and Phantom Girls backs. What he means, Travis, is Ultra Boy and Fancy. <laughs> um He says they were always my fave couple. Fitting, I guess, that I was listening to the podcast under gray and overcast skies. But I'll let his memory be most appropriately a rainbow. In my reviews of your podcast, I I always call out that your team is uh, is knowledgeable. The baseline for a listener, uh, for a listener, but wait, is knowledgeable. Of the baseline for a listener, right? Uh, but more importantly, that you're all passionate for the legion and is passionate about each other. Your chemistry is your collective superpower. My other weekly review podcast, The Greatest Generation, is you guys on Star Trek. Um, And I've shared in the past ways in which uh, Legion of Superheroes and Trek draw from each other. In fact, listening to episode 750, I realized for the first time yet another parallel. In the tests that Superboy, the adventures of Superman as a boy, yes, thought, uh, were for technical competence, but instead were about character and humility and resilience. The Legionnaires piloted the first ever Kobayashi Maru exercise. Totally. Uh, may Darren's memory be a blessing, and long live the Legion. Thank you, Howard. I kind of like that. The, the, um, he's not wrong. (laughs) Yeah. um, and uh, finally, from uh, uh, from Russell Duncan, who said, uh, who's, "Who uh, says it's been a fun listen in spite of everything to revisit that first Legion appearance and to learn a bit more about the Who's Who issues? Some questions and observations. First, has Superman, Superboy, Superman as a boy, been given a bad rap about Monel?" Perhaps Superboy is really thin-skinned and the jerk hazing prank that the leaders uh, played on him really cut deep. In my mind canon, Superboy was like, fuck you guys. I can save him any time, but Mon-El can stay in the Phantom Zone for a thousand years. Who's laughing <laughs> now? <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, who exactly was uh, the who's who in the Legion aimed at? Mildly interested uh, customers would be put off by seven issues of relatively unknown characters to them, while Legion fans already know most of the characters. Might it have been better to reduce to, say, three issues and just focus on the main characters, heroes and villains alike? It seems like every minor character was included, which makes the experience confusing for newer casual readers. That's interesting. um, and so, so, just to um, um, yeah, just just thinking about that, um, you know uh, it, at the time it was harder to you know those original issues were harder to come by. Um, I think that's part of it. And so the idea, and, and also the fact was like, it was a, be, it was a selling book at the time. So maybe that yeah. was the reason anyway.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Or, and, and I think it was also that Paul Levitz was in charge and it was pretty easy for, uh, for Mark Wade to convince him, Hey, can I help write this?
0: Uh, given the, the, you know, Wade got the gig by doing the, uh, the index. Huh right makes i sense yeah
3: anyway I think, I think so but i don't know the dates off the top of my head
0: well no but i just mean that like that's how he got the job at dc
3: oh it could be yeah
0: uh wade um that's what he's always said is that there was part of uh it sort of stemmed from doing that legion index and oh,
3: okay.
0: uh yeah, yeah. um he says also the timing of who's who in the Legion is very odd with five years later, just around the corner. Well, and, and they, I don't know that they knew that at the time. Um, the DC, uh, know about the five year later plans at the time of the who's who, um, he says, this is assuming it was around the corner. I'm too lazy to look this up. It's at least corner adjacent. <laughs> 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 Um, when did we say that that this came out? That, that uh, who's who in the Legion came out in relation to um, the book? Was it? Um, before. Well, before five years later, yes. But I mean, was it
2: far into the? Uh, uh, it, uh, it was. It was like right it, before Magic Wars, right? 19, oh, okay.
3: So it came the first issue came out in April of eighty-eight. And I'm looking up which Legion issue came out in 1988, uh, April of '88, which would have been a uh, good question. Uh, I, I think it was. Um, oh, it was right around um, there. It is. So issue forty-five, the fortieth. It was part okay. of the. That was the forty-fifth anniversary issue, um, with the uh, you know live wire or sorry live wire. Got his name wrong. Take a drink. Lightning hey, lad. Hey. Lightning lad getting zapped by lightning lord, covered by Ken Stacy.
0: Yes, right, 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 right.
3: It, uh, so, I think so. Seven issues after that would have been 50 uh, 52 52, yes (laughs) and the legion had another nine ending in 63 um and then it was i would i would venture to say that the five years later probably came up around the end of the who's who series
0: yeah, I I I'd be surprised if they were already having discussions about that purely because I I don't know how long before I I don't know what sort of tail there was on uh, on on Levitt's decision right like I don't know how I remember, the, sorry go ahead
3: I I remember reading not too long ago that he was originally going to have ended his run in the fifties. Right. But then was persuaded to stay on another year or so, because that way he could get go back and work with uh, with Giffen again.
0: Okay, so, yeah, maybe there was. um, Yeah, it it sounds like that that probably had that, that, you know, that's that's probably the point at which um, there might have been some discussion, but it might not have been so much. Um, here's what we're doing as I guess we've got to do something. (laughs) Yeah. And so, yeah, so I, I, I don't know that, uh, that it was lurking. And so it might not, not have been quite as corner adjacent, um, as that, uh, because it all, that always assumes that there is a long planning horizon and the reality is, is that there often isn't, um, Anyway, and so he says, uh, so Russell continues, I just played uh, episode 749 and it's been good to hear Darren's voice. Here's a proverb uh, that is used here in New Zealand. Um, I am going to mess this up for sure. Uh, hurui ha tu aro aro ki tera, takuna to atarangi ki muri i a koi. I don't know what I have just said. And so if I have, if I've said anything to offend anyone with that, I apologize. (laughs) Um, but, but what that actually means is turn and face the sun and let the shadows fall behind you. Much appreciated, Russell. Thank you for that. Hmm. Um, all right. So, uh, so that's what we got and folks, you too can share your feedback with us. Uh, comments is always welcome at Legion of substitute podcasters at gmail.com. You can join in the conversation on our Facebook page, which can be found at facebook Legion of substitute com. We are on the Twitter. We are LOSP podcast. And in addition to all those things, you can head over to our website, legion of substitute podcasters.com where you can leave a message on this or any episode. And with that, we make our way back into the time bubble and, um, you know, because it's, it's like right around the corner here. Well, it's corner adjacent. That's my new phrase. I think I'm going to keep that one. Um, and, uh, we will see you all next week.